0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Major Radio. Dave here, all of my broadcast partner in crime, Matt Messer-Giovanni. Matt,
1: how's it going this evening? It's going good. Uh, I got pasta sauce on my shirt, so that's the only downfall of right now, but I don't know if you can see it. But No, I can't see it on my
0: end, there. so we're good. So. The, YouTube, the YouTube viewers will not see your spilled pasta sauce. You're fine. Sounds good. Um, but other than that, tonight I'm coming from my brand new apartment slash studio, which thanks to Matt, and he was a big help Saturday, helping me and my girlfriend, lovely Brenda Wolf, give a shout out, uh, move in. Without him, we wouldn't have our entertainment center set up, so thank you, Matt. No problem. Um, so yeah, things, hockey season is upon us officially. The NHL starts tomorrow night. Uh, the Flyers concluded their preseason action yesterday afternoon in a uh, well mat, a less than thrilling uh, effort. Uh, it yeah. was typical Flyera. They dropped a fourth result to the Swiss National League Luzon um, team, a team that got lit up by another Swiss League team. The Lions. Uh, yeah, the, the Luzon Lions. They got lit up in their last uh, Swiss National League game. And well the Flyers came in, Matt, and they just flyered it. They um uh they played down to their opponent for about the first period and about the half of the first half of the second period. And they're like, Oh wait, we can hockey and we're better than this team. And but, but then by that point it was too little too late. Uh you're playing on bigger Olympic ice and you know, you left Carter Hart out the dry, but You know, there's some things there with the bigger ice, with the olympic size ice versus versus nhl size ice, you're going to have goalie issues because of the angles that they have to read the plays on. It's much more of a perimeter game, so there's differences in the game there versus how they're played. But based on overall skill, uh, this Philadelphia Flyers team on paper is much, 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 much better, and they should have dominated the entire 60 minutes, and the fact they didn't was unacceptable. And uh, definitely, you can tell by Elie Vigneault's quotes, that came out after the game yesterday and earlier this morning that he was not pleased with this team's effort. Um overall, Matt, I'll just close my thoughts on the game and I'll let you give yours on it on it. I mean overall am I disappointed? Yes, I'm very disappointed because this should this should have been a win. But at, at the end of the day, did it really matter? No, not really. Maybe it mattered for a couple of the kids who got sent down to the fans. We can discuss that later in today's episode. Um, but at the end of the day The Flyers played it like it was a true exhibition-exhibition game, and no one got hurt. So I guess those are positives. Would it have been been nice to see a win? Yes. But I'm hoping and counting on the fact that come Friday and probably against the Chicago Blackhawks to start the regular season, the Flyers are going to come out much stronger and better.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's safe to say that this is probably the worst meaningless game that I've ever watched for the Flyers um you talk about excitement uh special stage for the flyers coming in playing in that nhl global series just obviously not just representing philadelphia but representing the nhl they come in and they lay an egg and go down by four goals uh not even a period and a half in they look like they have not even played a game in the last what six months and I mean, there was a lot of excitement surrounding this game, uh, regardless if it was an exhibition game or not. I mean, it's cool. Like I said, it's cool to see the Flyers in any NHL team go, uh, I guess, not across the pond, but obviously, I guess, across the pond to Europe to play um, a European team. And they they were just the, – the, the Flyers were the Flyers. And um, – I did. uh, I do have a quick shameless plug that I will have an article on this game coming out tomorrow for uh, Sports Talk Philly. So, uh, not a big deal. Getting back in the column game. Uh, But, um, yeah. And, I mean, there's. I want to nitpick this, but I also just want to put it behind me as the team should do. But the three things I will say that I touch on in my article um, is that it was the typical Flyers, it's the stuff that we saw all last season where. First of all, they came out completely flat. They looked out of sync, out of whack. They couldn't get any offensive pressure going, nothing. Uh, They gave up the game's first goal. In this case, they gave up the game's first four goals. And then, um, again, the slow – what is it? I said slow starts, yeah. And then also, oh, number three, special teams. So, uh, if I'm correct, they went scoreless on the power play, and then again, at times, the penalty kill just looked passive, and the one they gave up two power play goals against them, and the one goal, the guy was just able to walk right in and just rip one past Hart, so I mean, there's a lot that you can take away from this game, and I'm sure the coaching staff was looking at this game going, what the hell happened, like, we're the Flyers, and this is a, like a Swiss, a Swiss National League team, um, but like you said, the Flyers played down to them, and they almost it was it was embarrassing for, I would think for the team and for I mean me as a fan, it was like, you think that they would at least make it a game, and they they made it interesting for what the last five minutes.
0: Yeah, at like, that point, at that point, I even I had the game off because I was you know I had to yeah. leave work early, yep. so it was like, and I mean, yes, the,
1: and like I said, like it it's it was the Flyers of last year where they weren't even they weren't bad they were just flat out like unentertaining like they just looked like the supposed and I'm I'm quoting my article hardcore here because I just wrote it but the That's supposed fine. That's fine. the supposed new look flyers looked exactly the same as they did the last like probably 5 years honestly where like I said they they came out completely flat they gave up the first goal they had to play catch up the entire game and ultimately, they make it interesting, but they fall short, and that's exactly what the Flyers were all last year, for the most part. And they had that on display in Switzerland. Now, again, there could be a lot of factors. Where I mean, travel, I'm sure, was a factor. The guys are probably—it's what I don't know. It's probably over a 10-hour flight. I would imagine mm-hmm. uh, the time difference. Um, I mean, I don't want to—I don't want to accuse them of maybe playing guilty, but. Who knows about all that? Um,
0: Maybe partying but, the night before you're in Switzerland. And also,
1: like, the the bigger ice, like, is a factor as well. So, but, I mean, again, it's it's one of those things where it's ultimately a meaningless game. Like you said, no one got hurt uh, except for, hope. I was hoping Konechny didn't get hurt on that one play when he went into well, that the
0: would have been That would have been horrific.
1: But, I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, it's the last preseason game, and it's like this: the Ross, the the guys that they had on the ice, with the exception of a couple people that we'll touch on later. Like this is the team that we have this season, and they can't even beat a non-NHL team. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not it's not worrisome, but it's also worrisome at the same time.
0: It's funny. The Flyers have a history of playing down to non-NHL opponents. You yeah. know, in 1999, they lost the Philadelphia Phantoms. In a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in almost an inner squad league game that yeah. year, the, the Flyers then went on to the Eastern Conference final. Uh, yeah. Then in 2008, the Flyers then also lost to the Phantoms at the final game at the Wachovia Spectrum.
1: Yeah, uh, I was at that game?
0: To be fair, Antero Namaki was starting goalie for the Phantoms um, in that game, and yet again they lost. And that team was pretty good. Uh, that was my senior year of high school, so holy crap, mold. Um, yeah. And then three. Now this 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 game against the lions yesterday um you know so it's at the end of the day like the stats weren't even kept like official. like no one will have like yeah there'll be a record that the the lions beat the flyers four to three but like literally none 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 of the other stats were kept to my knowledge um, yeah. at least that's what i was seeing circulated on the twitter sphere yesterday afternoon so at the end of the day it was overall just was it nice to have like a full flyers broadcast back um, and cool as the Global Series, of course, yes, because any time the Flyers, and therefore Comcast, who own the Flyers, get the Flyers brand out there, it's good for the city, and it's good for the team because it's going to mean more money in their pockets. And at the end of the day, with more money in their pockets means more money for free agents, and it's better for the game of hockey. Um, so was it cool? Yes. Would have been better if they'd won? Yes, again. Um, but Matt, I think if you have anything else to touch on this game, we can move on.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to move on, as should the Flyers.
0: Yes, agree, agree, agree. So that being said, um, that leads into Friday. Um, well, of course, start, starting tomorrow, the NHL is officially back. Um, we'll touch on those games as the schedule tomorrow, and I am sure both of us will be up late watching some hockey tomorrow night, of course. Uh, but Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern in Prague, Czech Republic, Jake Vorchek's hometown, the Flyers open up the regular the 2019 to 2020 regular season in hockey. But before we touch on that game happening Friday, um the Flyers announced their opening night roster. Um and well, I'll go over that roster real quick and just announced that Joel Farabee and Philly Myers were both sent down to the Philadelphia to the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, almost at Philadelphia Phantoms. They were at one point at Philadelphia Phantoms. Um but, yeah, overall, Matt, we can just touch on Myers and Farabee real quick, going down to the Phantoms. Uh, Myers looks like he needed some more time. He looks like a bona fide NHL player in the rookie game and early on in preseason and definitely last season. But as the as the preseason games shifted more and more and more NHL players coming in, it looked like he was going down and down the depth chart and his play wasn't getting as good. Joel Farabee, the pretty much the only thing he didn't do in this preseason was score a freaking goal. Uh, he did everything else well. He had a bunch of posts in the last couple of preseason games, and he played well against the Lions um, uh, yesterday afternoon. So it, is, are, is, I'm sure a good portion of this Flyers fan, uh, the Flyer fan group online especially, are upset about uh, Farabee and Myers being sent down. But at the end of the day, you know, I'd rather have them n- playing top-line minutes with the Phantoms them being, you know, fourth lined or scratch with the Flyers.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I think that this this roster isn't going to stick for too long because I mean, you still have to take into the factor about what's going to happen with Pitlick, uh, what's going to happen with Patrick. But
0: if Chris Stewart signs,
1: yeah, I mean, but I am surprised that they went. They're going with seven defensemen. But, um, I mean, yeah, like Farabee and the same thing with Frost, those are guys, like you said, that you'd rather have them playing top-line minutes against the best AHL players rather than having them play low-end minutes in the NHL. So they're used to that kind of higher level of competition, um, more more speed in the game, all that stuff. So it is good to kind of let them, I guess, simmer in the pot for a little longer before they're ready. Um, But... I think that I'd say within maybe a couple months, depending on how this current roster does, I wouldn't be surprised to see either of them or both of them on the big club, uh, like I said. But, yeah, I mean, factoring in, and like a couple guys like uh, Carson Twer- Twerinski, I always have trouble with that name, and then Connor Bunneman. I mean, those guys both stood out really well in the preseason, uh, definitely earned their spot on the roster, but they're going to obviously have to keep proving that they belong with the Flyers. Otherwise, I'm sure Vigneault and Fletcher won't hesitate to send them down and then obviously give someone else a chance. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, not a lot that I wasn't expecting on the roster. But, like I said, a little surprised to see seven defensemen and just 11 forwards. So, it'll be interesting to see what the line combos are. Because, I mean, you'll have, what, you'll have someone, I guess, maybe Giroux Play center. I don't know, but
0: we'll see. Um, but going into that lineup, obviously, uh, this is going the forwards Travis Konechny, Michael Roffel, Kevin Hayes, Sean Guterrier, Scott Lawton, Oscar Limbaugh, James Van like Claude Drew, Carson terwinski ter- ter- Connor Bunneman, Jakub Voracek, defenseman Travis sanheim Robert Hag, Ivan Proverov, Matt Niskanen, Shane bear Samuel Moran. And Justin Braun, the course of two goalies, oh, all right. Ryan Elliott and Kata Hot.
1: So um, let me just interject for a second here. But it looks like they'll have four centers and three sets of wings. So I would assume Twerinsky and Raffle, I guess, would be rotating with a center. Interesting. So, but again, we'll have to see how that all pans out. Um, and then we'll see what the defensive pairs are. I'm assuming Provorov and Niskanen will probably be number one.
0: Yeah, then then you'll probably have um, Ghost and Braun. And then it's looking like uh, Travis Sanheim and Robert Haig. You yeah. have to think Mor- Moran is the seventh defenseman. Yeah. I mean, personally, uh, per- I don't know. Personally, I like Moran more than I like Robert Hag. I've liked Moran. I've I've been higher on Moran than Hag since we drafted Moran.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: But Moran's you know about some injuries. He's he's take kind of taking longer to cook per se in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's a lot of people debate whether is he an NHL defenseman, is he a seventh defenseman, is he an AHL defenseman. We kind of don't really know what Moran is. I think he, he's too good for the American League at times. Yeah. Um, but then you, where he fits in the NHL is going to be interesting. Maybe do, do they do they play all seventh defensemen in one game and, you know, swap some out or throw him up on the wing here and there? Who knows? Or they just keep one of the guys as just a scratch. Um, I mean, overall, I really don't have any complaints about the roster. Chris Stewart isn't signed as of yet, yeah. uh, even though Chuck Fletcher was quoted as saying, you know, he's still traveling with the team on his PTO, which he can do. Um, and he talked to his agent and saying, we just don't have the cab space to sign you. According to Cap Friendly, right now, the Flyers have roughly 200, about $284,000 left in the cap. Um, so I mean, there is a little bit of wiggle room if if Chris Stewart is definitely taking willing to take you know a a you know maybe a league minimum uh, contract, um, but who knows? And two, they only they have forty seven contracts out of the fifty contract roster limit, uh, so they do have room for three more potentially. But I don't think that's I'm not sure if that's including the the injuries in regarding um, uh, Patrick uh, Pitlick and Walensky. Uh, I'm sure once Andy Andy Walensky is healthy, he's phantom bound. Um, but Matt, just your overall thoughts on this roster and how you think they might do some juggling.
1: <clears throat> uh, it's it's tough to it's, whew, holy, talking is hard. Sorry, it's tough to say at this point. I mean, you've had so many guys coming in and out throughout the preseason, and uh, playing the regular season game on Friday obviously is going to be the first test to see how these line combos do how everyone plays together uh the flyers definitely need to kick it in the ass after uh monday's game so hopefully they'll come out with a little extra oomph and actually start a game fast paced for once but um the only thing i think is that i'm i'm debating whether or not this is too too bold of a take and i'm not even going to say it's a take but I'll ask your opinion on this, but do you think there's any chance that Elliot starts Friday?
0: Man, I hope, I mean, God, I hope not. Uh, Carter (laughs) Hart should be your starting goaltender. Uh, I mean, mean, Elliot played, you know, Hart played, Hart didn't play bad yesterday, but he didn't play great. And then Elliot came in and, you know, he kind of settled things down. I mean, the goalie change kind of is almost what might have changed the momentum of the game. And you got the flyers to wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't want to have Elliot be the starter, um, but we'll have to see how things are going in that regard. Um, you know, I just, man, I really want a heart to start cause heart. it should be starter heart.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, my opinion is that, again, you have to kind of throw that game away in Switzerland and move on where, like, this is the real deal now. And you want to kind of give the kid, like, get him back on the horse as quickly as possible. Exactly. So, and,
0: and, but, the, I mean, Not again, to interrupt, Matt. i um, no, sorry. But the, the game in Prague, the yeah. arena was adjusted to be NHL ice dimensions. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah So you're yeah, going
0: to yeah. be playing on NHL regulation ice, so start yeah. harder.
1: Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, uh, again, there's – there's, like, a lot to look back at for the Switzerland game, but then again, you have to realize, like, there's a lot of factors that also were, like, unusual, and one of them obviously being the the oh, size bye. of the ice, mm-hmm. so, I mean, and I'm pretty sure the Flyers are already in Prague, and they skated this morning, so they'll have the next, what, three days to get used to the, like, obviously NHL ice, which I they are think- already be used to, but... I'm sure a lot, especially for a goalie, I feel like the bigger ice, especially just for one game, can kind of mess with you a little bit. But it's – it's it's and definitely it was an unusual day for Hart, but it's good, I guess, to get that out of the way now than to get it out of the way. Because like, then, obviously, now this is when – I wouldn't say the overreactions are going to come, but the reactions are going to be a lot more pertinent now than <laughs> they are. than like, where it's at. Like, you can't say, well, it's only preseason and, like, so – it's gonna. Like, be, now it, now it, this is it counts. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you can get like legit. I'm not angry, but you can get like you can, you can have it, like a legit opinion now. Even though it's like, only like the first game, but based off what we've seen already and what like what the expectations are. Bottom line is, I think expectations are high for the Flyers this season, and if they don't come out strong to start this year, then it's gonna. There's going to be lots of talk about it's going to be last year all over again. Like, why do we have three head coaches? A lot of that stuff. But again, oh, the, the,
0: the Wells Fargo Center will be a a, a, vol- a viatal, If volatile. I said that word, volatile. Yeah, Jesus, talking <laughs> is hard, right, Matt? Uh, yeah. A volatile, you know, arena if things start out slowing in because this Philadelphia fan base had enough. Like, yep. Flyers fans are used to Flyers being one of the top tier teams in Philadelphia. Yeah. And over the past you know five, six years, they haven't been they're they're on they're the bottom, and um even Comcast has recognized that, I think that's what brought along a lot of the changes. is they're like, hey, we used to be up there like with the, the with with the Eagles. It used to be eagles and then flyers, and now it's probably the like Eagles and Sixers. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, you know overall, like overall, you know like of course like, it's definitely going to matter. Um, which, I just find it funny how the past couple of years us Flyers fans have been telling the NHL, like, hey, can can you not have us open up on the West Coast on a weeknight at like 10, 10:30? Like, yeah. The, the could, is could could can a normal time be nice? Yeah. And then they cool. go, oh yeah, here's your, your team's gonna go to Prague, and we'll we'll have them play at 2 p.m. on a workday. Yep. Like, oh, oh, thanks, NHL. Like, yeah, it's cool, but, like, man, next – I just want them to open at home, like, on the season, on, well, like
1: – I mean, to make things worse, their first four games, first five, four or five games, they, they play in Prague. They come home for Wednesday for the home opener next Wednesday, and then they go out west for four games against, like, Calgary, Vancouver, uh – like all, like the basically they do their Western Canada swing right out of the gate. Which, but again, last year they did go out west to play like San Jose, Arizona, that, all them. But it's Vegas. like why? Like I would almost rather them go f- to Prague and then just stay stay on the road instead of coming home for one game and then going right back out on the road. But I don't make the schedule, so. But I mean, again, there it's, it's it doesn't get it's not going to be an easy start and it's not going to be an easy season because obviously. The Flyers have gotten better, but there's been multiple teams, especially in their division, i.e. the Devils and the Rangers, that have gotten better as well, and there's still teams that are good. So it's, it's not going to be an easy start. It's not going to be an easy season, but I'm still excited. Uh, brings me back to my cautious optimism term that I've been mm-hmm. using all summer and I will continue to use throughout. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think we can kind of move on to uh, what's next. What would you like to move on to?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, guys, it's, it, it it is October. Um, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, the NHL regular season starts tomorrow evening. Um, and there's a couple of really good games slotted to start. There's a total of four games tomorrow night. Um, seven o'clock you have the annual Toronto Ottawa game. Um, and then a and that's available up in Canada, obviously, or if you have Game Center down here in the States. Now, I will um, say
1: one thing before we move on. I believe, at least for Comcast, that there is a free preview of the Center Ice. So people in the States or whoever have Comcast, I don't know how that all works. But for the past few years, I've gotten Center Ice. So I am able to watch like the, the Canada feed, the Sportsnet feed for that game. Which is cool, obviously, but yeah. So keep going.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun then eight fun facts from Matt are always appreciated. I also have them from time to time. Uh, then eight o'clock on NBCSN, you have the Washington Capitals versus the St. Louis Blues at the Blues banner raising and home opener. So that I'm sure that game is going to be electric. Also tomorrow. I believe around eight o'clock is the behind the boards or behind the class episode two of Flyers training camp. That
1: was so, last
0: uh, night. That was last night. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I am behind times. I'll have to see if I can find that on YouTube and watch that tonight. Yeah, um, so ignore that. I was wrong. Shocking there. <laughs> um, yeah. So ignore that. So just Washington St. Louis at eight. And then at ten o'clock, for again for Canadian viewers, uh, Edmont- the Edmonton Oilers host the visiting Vancouver Canucks, which will be another interesting and fun game. I think Vancouver could be a dark horse team out in the Western Conference this year. And then again, back for American viewers, ten thirty p.m. Eastern on NBC Sports Network. Again, obviously, you have one of the one of the already best rivalries rivalries now in the entire league, the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, hosting the San Jose Sharks in their home opener. And that game, just based based alone on their preseason finale game that was played Sunday night, I believe, where Evander Kane got a suspension for abuse of an official for three games and how that game went where Anders Dell checked um, Mark Stone. Um, that game at 1030, yeah, I think it's going to be a must watch for hockey fans oh, if yeah. you can afford to stay up late. Matt, or what are you looking forward into regards uh, in regards to the schedule? I know personally for the Toronto-Ottawa game, um, <clears throat> Austin Matthews, who's in a little bit of hot water right now. We won't, we will, we won't touch on that because that's a, a touchy subject still. Um, I'm sure if you're, you're a fan of hockey, you know what's going on with Austin Matthews right now. Um, but that Toronto-Ottawa game should be electric. It always is. Um, who knows if we'll see some more sparks there, but I'm interested to watch the Beliefs come out full guns and blazing there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't can't really pick a favorite out of these four at this point. I mean, in general, I'm just happy that, I mean, hockey's back, man. We're, we made it through the off season, made it through the summer. The weather doesn't feel like it, sadly. It's supposed to be like 90 degrees tomorrow.
0: But but back, um, then back to fall on Thursday and yeah, this weekend so going to be gorgeous.
1: It doesn't feel like hockey season weather-wise. Hopefully it will soon. Uh, I got my hat on just in case it does, but – um. Tomorrow night's gonna to be electric, man. You got like Senators, Maple Leafs, uh, at I believe the Scotia Bank Arena is what it's called now for Toronto. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's no longer the ACC.
1: Yep. And then you have obviously the Blues and their banner raising. That's gonna be special. It's gonna be electric. Um, Canucks, Oilers is gonna be a good matchup. And then I mean it's gonna end with Sharks, Golden Knights, and that's gonna be probably gonna be a bloodbath where these teams obviously like you said they they met. Uh, just a couple days ago, in their final preseason matchup, sparks flew, and I'm sure sparks are going to fly again tomorrow night. Where Vegas is pissed off that they lost that st- playoff series to the Sharks in such dramatic fashion and controversial fashion. So we got a good night of hockey coming at us, and I'm excited. I'm just excited My... for our, for the the roller coaster ride to begin again.
0: My body is ready.
1: Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my uh, my heart can barely take it no more, as Michael Scott would say from the office, but the flyers man, I don't know, I'm gotta mentally prepare for this team again, so I'm just hoping that they can they can do well this season, otherwise it's gonna be another kinda just meh, so I don't know, but I Let, like let's
0: it. let's hope it's not another meh year um. And you know, overall, overall, like, I just share your sentiment. I'm just very excited. We've made it through the doldrums of summer. The Phillies were seen, but like they might have been a brief slimmer of hope to get us through. And then they just, they just oh. shit the bed, <laughs> um, to put it bluntly. Uh, fire Gabe Kapler. That's all. Um, and they, it's good to have the Eagles back, obviously. Uh, but ha- they've been, kind of had a lackluster start of the season in two and two. Um, yeah. But I'm just just happy overall uh hockey's back. I can't wait to watch my first hockey game on my nice big my big 4K TV in my living room now. I'm very very excited for that regard. Yeah. Um but now Matt, um anything for jersey watch that you that you're looking to um you know talk about for jerseys coming out.
1: So we do have one that came out I believe yesterday. Um let me just pull it up here. Um I think this was the most recent one. I haven't seen any other ones, but this isn't really a new jersey. Uh, it's more of a uh, a comeback, a return. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks are bringing back the uh, the orange mighty ducks jersey, the orange and gold. Oh, really? Uh, it looks like it'll be they'll be wearing it for let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten. I believe twelve games this season. Um, it's a nice hybrid between one of their more recent third jerseys, and also the classic Muddy Ducks logo. So um, it's a nice jersey, but again, it's it's nothing new. Um, I have seen rumblings on Twitter that the, the Bruins are set to unveil a third jersey, I believe, sometime this week. So I'm interested to see how that looks. Also, if you haven't seen it yet, um, the Predators released their shoulder patch logo for their Winter Classic jersey, and that looks sweet. So I'm excited to see what their actual jerseys are going to look like for that. But – and then also, sorry, another one. Jersey Watch has been crowded this week. I just haven't been on top of it. Uh, The Dallas Stars are also part of the Winter Classic this upcoming season. And they did a little video kind of teasing what their logo and their jersey might be inspired by for that outdoor game. So Jersey Watch, stay tuned. Stay tuned. And uh, we'll decide whether these jerseys are going to be hot or not when the time comes. But that's all I got for now.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Matt, anything you want to touch on in closing? I probably wrap up this pile a little bit quick just because there hasn't been too much to talk about. Um, but going forward, real quick before, before I throw it to Matt for his closing thoughts, we are now back to weekly, pod, uh, to weekly episodes. Um, of course, as always, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and now YouTube. Uh, so, Matt, do you have any thoughts in closing?
1: Um, I'll say this, and I'll say it um, enthusiastically. Not enthusiastically, but I'll say this and this only, and that hockey is back.
0: Awesome. Yes, hockey is indeed back. Uh, Matt and I also, besides being back next week for a new pod, we will also be in attendance at the Flyers' home opener against the New, Jer- new Jersey Devils welcoming back Wayne Simmons. I will cheer him once, then boo him the rest of the night because he betrayed us. (laughs) Um, Other than that, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. Again, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. That'll be it for tonight's episode. We will be back next week. Uh, Hockey's back, and let's go Flyers.